just completed another wonderful chapter on our Quantum Leap Book Club call and we're reading the book How to Suffer in 10 Easy Steps by William Arntz. And today we um, looked at science, technology and our age of suffering. A few key points. One, do we need to suffer? When I look at that, I think of a game. Okay, if we have soccer, then we need to have some sort of what we may call opposition or resistance something else there that if we were to just run from one end of the soccer field kicking the ball to the other and kick it into the goal with nothing stopping us that's not really a game and would probably get quite boring relatively quickly unless you give yourself your own challenges kick up from the side kick up further back etc but you'll get what I mean so whether it was the ancient suffering of not enough food um, itchy woolen garments and if you're lucky maggot infested meat or if it's today's suffering of how many likes or not you get on your Facebook post or the comments on the Insta, uh, or even how well are you dealing with so many particles of information coming to you at a rapid speed. This sort of suffering is there. So then how do we turn it around and say, well, the ideal in life is not to remove suffering. Maybe we could rephrase it. And when I recall the teachings of, uh, say, the elder Parashar, I can see one about the sun that always comes to mind, that we see light in our sky during the day, not because the sun's rays are bright, but because of the resistance of the radiation from the sun coming in contact with our own electromagnetic field around the earth and it's the resistance of the electromagnetic field interacting with the sun's rays that cause light and this real look that it's resistance that brings things into cause again the butterfly story a butterfly in its cocoon needs to push against that resistance push and push and wriggle and push until it starts breaking the cocoon open and through that process it's actually getting enough fluids to pump its wings full and then when the cocoon finally breaks through the butterfly is able to hang there and dry with beautifully outstretched winds that it got through the fluid buildup by pushing past the resistance. So that's something in my mind when I think of the suffering. I also see how in this chapter William Ernst lets us look at science from different perspectives, introducing the worldview, the generally commonly held worldview that science will fix things for us, whether they be health, whether they be climate change, whether they be um, behavioural situations. And then we go to some of the Aboriginal teachings from the Australian First Peoples, and I recall one that talked about the cleverest um, clever people coming together and these were a group of those who'd come from different tribes you could say and each wanted to outdo the other and in the story it says how someone made you know part of a sort of monstrous creature that could have gnashing fangs and another then was able to say well I can do better than that I'm going to put big wings on it and another one added and they continually added to this creature without any question of what is the outcome of this. And the story goes on to tell how this monstrous creature then went around 
destroying um, people and homes and animals and places. And then the story comes back around to allow a self-reflection to say, well, if we're creating anything, what are the full ramifications from many perspectives? How does this really work in our world? Who has the ability to undo? And again, in the story, it shows really the clever person was the one who was then able to undo what had been created. Now, we may look at our own scientific world and see that similar things are going on whether it be some aspects of nuclear power where there's nothing really uh, appropriate in terms of full um, use of or reuse or denaturing of the material rapidly at the end of it. It could be some of the GMO really understanding the consequences of what happens when things have insecticides that kill bees and other insects. You know, there's bigger questions to ask and this is a classic story from the first peoples that say we need to ask in order to not create monsters. Another first people story was the one about the lyrebird and if you know Australia and you know the lyrebirds, the lyrebird is the one that has the voice of many. It has a beautiful song and one says mimics many of the other animals. But there's a wonderful story that goes with it about a festival of friendship where all the animals came together and there was a toad that would imitate the other voices. And in essence, the animals had believed from listening to one voice, the toad, which they couldn't see, um, that different animals were saying things about each other and gossip, and they turned into fighting and uh, general unhappiness. It was a lyrebird that was able to go and say, uh, what happened? Where did you hear this? The lyrebird went to many of the animals to find out where was the common place that it happened and took the many perspectives and then went to investigate. And because of that, the lyrebird is the one that is still able to speak the languages of the many because it took time to look at many perspectives and come up with a more holistic truth. We can see this in our, you know, how do we really solve the suffering? How do we bring people around such that we're not making science bad or spiritual bad or anything else bad. It's how are we really having a worldview where we look holistically at outcomes and we look holistically at our processes. It shares how science is an iterative process, thinking something, seeing if the data fits, and then when new data comes along and the old one doesn't fit, then we redo the theory. So there's nothing actually solid about science itself. So a little look at how to suffer in 10 easy steps and you'll find us on Quantum Leap Book Club and the programs are replayed on Law of Attraction Radio Network. Wishing you a magnificent day. May your suffering <laughs> be joyful and be brought around to creation of all good things.